Hello everybody, welcome to Amen, where we have the power of God in anime on our sides. My name is Greg, and today I'm joined by Nick, and we have a special guest. Um, Nick, why don't you take the honor of introducing her? Okay, so we have our lovely guest, Gloria. <laughs> she is a friend from college. She became Christian during her sophomore year. She's a crazy dancer. She loves kids and is helping the youth, uh, children's ministry at her church right now. And yeah, she's a life of the party. What can I say? That's Gloria. Mm, All right. Very true. Is there anything that I missed, Gloria? Hello. No, I think you, you got it all. Yeah, I think. Lucky party. <laughs> Sorry, I'm true. not. Very I true. mellowed down. So she yes. was. Hello, everyone. Not really. Not really. Anyways, hello. <laughs> hello, guys. Hello. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah. Thank and... you for being on. Yes, thank you very, very much. Or else it would have just been me and Nick again. Dang, those are those are some dark times. What? <laughs> I I enjoyed those podcasts where it's just you guys just talking. I enjoyed them. I do enjoy those. Yeah, it's a lot less work on us actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes. Yeah, so this week. We are actually doing another revisiting of an old podcast that we did um, back on like third or fourth or actually like our sixth podcast. I don't know. We did this thing called hashtag beyond the walls where uh, Nick brought it up to me. Something like it was like a trending hashtag where people would just share about the different walls that God has broken in their lives. And we'd always kind of wanted to make it a little bit more of a recurring thing. But because we forgot about it, <laughs> it has not happened. And so now we are doing the part two. And I know some people, when they first listened to the uh, initial one, might have been wondering, well, what about Nick and Greg? What are their stories? Well, uh, that's what this one is for. So all three of us are going to be sharing about a time or a few times where God has broken down uh, one of the walls within each of our lives. And, I mean, no need to want to go first? Do you want me to go first? How do you want to do this? Um, so, yeah, Beyond the Walls is a challenge to encourage believers to share a bit of their testimony by sharing about a wall that God has broken down in their, their life. Right? Um... So this is sort of a testimony that um, I dealt with last year, and I kind of still am dealing with um, to this day. So, so last year, me and the boys were like, let's go to DC, right? And I was like, all right, I'll drive because no one else wants to drive or else we'll take like a bus or whatnot or a train. And I'm like, that's so expensive. Why not just, you know, one of us drive and... We'll get there. We won't have to pay as much. We just pay for gas and tolls and like whatnot. So I offered to drive. I sleep over at a friend's house. And um, we wait till like noon to go. So uh, we stop by. Uh, we drive an hour. We stop by at another place to get food and to meet up with some friends. And ate like ramen, right? 
after that, we head our way down to like DC. That's two hours away. So I get gas. I start driving. I get, I basically only drive for like 20 minutes and on the highway, I get into an accident and it's my fault. And I don't know. It was, uh, it was my fault because, um, I basically, we became, we came into traffic like before we even left the state. Right. And came to traffic as I'm trying to like, you know, get out of this one lane. I keep looking at my right mirror. I'm like, all right, let me, someone, let me go. Somebody let me go. I want to go. Let me go. Um, so I'm constantly looking at my right mirror and I see, I think I see like a little room. So I start like move, pushing forward, but another car like comes, like comes zooming by. Um, but I'm still like going at the same speed and I'm not looking in front of me. So I hit the person in front of me before that, one of my friends in the back, which is like, yo, Nick. And then I look up and I start like breaking and then, um, like turning towards the rails, which is on the left. So I hit the other car, hit, hit to the rails and I'm just like, I'm like shocked, a little burned, um, and like kind of like broken right there. So uh, a lot of things are coming to my mind, just like a lot of like the consequences of having an accident. Um, like, oh, first is like, oh, is everyone okay? Cause there are some injuries, but not anything like fatal, um, maybe some like cuts and bruises and whatnot and burns, but it wasn't anything too major. And like the other car and I'm just there, like kind of, I don't know, out of it because I feel like the weight of the world on me. Cause there's also like, you know, oh, I don't know, maybe a lawsuit could happen. Maybe, uh, my insurance would go up. Like maybe someone else was hurt in the other car. I don't know. So all these things are in my head and I'm just like, oh, what about going to work now? Like, how do I drive to work? This is the only car that I have. I'm, I just started working, so I don't have much money. So I don't know, all these things are in my head. Uh, it just feels like it was suffocating me. So during the accident, like one of my friends was just like, all right, let's get our stuff out of the car and let's just like sit, like we, the, I think the cops came already and whatnot. And they kind of just like left us on the road in the highway. So we're like, whatever. So we asked a friend to come by and like pick us up on the highway. But yeah, one of my friends like, which is like, all right, I think this is time to like pray, you know, they pray about the situation. They pray for me. And yeah, like it was nice, but not getting to go to DC, not like just feeling like, oh, I ruined this trip because I wasn't paying attention. Um, really put this wall of like shame and wall of like guilt. As I said earlier, just felt like the way of the world was on me. Because I'm like, oh, how do I ever, like, look at my friend's parents ever again? Like, I almost, like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't know. I feel, like, kind of afraid to even, like, approach them. Because I'm just, like, I kind of, like, hurt your child. And, like, something bad could have happened. And it just, like, hurts, right? So, I don't know. That's something that, that's a wall that's still there. But I think overall, throughout the time that I was healing... The person that I hit actually messaged me on Facebook randomly. She, I did not even know her name. She like messaged me and was just like, she was hoping that me and the other guys were okay. And that like, you know, like God will like, hopefully like bless you and everything. I was like, oh my gosh, she's Christian. <laughs> I 
and I was just like so thankful because yeah she was she seemed like she was very worried and she was like oh it's okay like as long as everyone was okay and so that happened I think the wall started deteriorating as uh, I started being a community more because the church was really nice yo Greg's mom what a what a great mom she like offered up her car to me I denied it like that was still like a very like nice moment and I was talking to like my small group at the time like I was just like oh like a constant thing in me is like finances and this is why like I started doing like side hustle this is why like I'm always thinking about like investing or like trying to find ways to like get out of debt or whatnot and during this time I'm just like oh now I have to look for a car which is money I also have to like pay my pay for the insurance and like pay for the ticket whatnot like I don't know God was just very gracious and the small group was just very gracious where they gave me like a large sum of money like out of nowhere like I just looked at my Venmo I was like yo it can't be like this <laughs> and I just felt like I don't know like undeserving but at the same time like this is what grace is like some a gift that you don't deserve right like I saw like this much money just come in all at once um from people from my church and yeah so even at home I can tell from like my parents that like they they want the best for me right so my mom like leased a car and she just gave me her car and that was that was the car that I'm using like from till this day on and I don't know I think throughout that time just those little acts of like kindness and even like you know I got to meet up with Gloria and she attended my what was it my sentence not my sentence court hearing my court hearing your sentence good job <laughs> go to jail i'm not going to jail i swear um but yeah she went to my court hearing like she was a real pal but yeah like through that time i just realized how loved i am and how much like you know god has always been there and if god hasn't brought me to like you know this church to these friends to this family i don't know like things will be different right yeah, I could see like God's goodness and God's love just through these small acts of kindnesses, right? That even though it was a it was a crappy experience, like I think I I learned a lot, I grew a lot, and I realized just how much like God loves me, how much the, my community loves me as well. This is why community is such like a big thing in like my life, and I hopefully like you guys as well, but. Yeah, I think that's the wall that God has basically torn down. I think there's still the wall of like shame and I think the wall of guilt. I think as time goes on, like these things um like heal. And I think a lot of prayer and a lot of just like yeah, God's in control of all these things and it's not me, but it's God who can heal this heart and let those others forgive me and let me forgive myself as well yeah that's basically my wall <laughs> hmm dang nick i'm glad you're uh glad you're doing much better it was a sad moment bro yeah. <laughs> yeah i remember i think i was back home on break during that time and like i heard about it and i was like oh my gosh it was like actually insane yeah you're like i'm just you weren't supposed to be here this weekend. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I came back to church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dang. So, 
Um, you talked a lot about like community and like the support that you got. Um, do you think that that like from that point, do you think that that's made you uh, kind of, I guess, more active in trying to support your community as well, whether that be like emotionally, spiritually, financially, or like any of those? Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I think when whatever I do, I usually try best for my community and I give my all a lot of times. Even now, like because people are so willing to give to me. And I think in a sense we are supposed to be generous givers, like hilarious givers. Even if we don't have much, we still like give a lot. And so if people ask for money if I see that like this money is used in a better way, then yeah. I'll do that, right? But yeah, I think overall, I think community is like such a big part of me that I always want to serve and I always want to give back, even if it's the littlest things. Uh, also for that entire like situation, I guess, where was it, it sounded like it was a lot more, or I guess a lot less proactive in the sense that, or I guess from, it depends on what side you're looking at it, but it seems like the, like your community and your and like your church were very proactive in supporting you. Um, do you think that you were kind of proactive in asking for help? And do you think like where do you think, I guess, a balance in that could like lie? Mm. I think that like in a sense, I asked for prayer a lot of times. And I think I didn't really ask much from people, except like maybe my family I was just like, I need help with a car. <laughs> but I think through, I don't know, just like, because I prayed to God, like, dude, it was just so much prayer because I felt like horrible. <laughs> and I just told other people about like, you know, my prayer, like my prayer, my prayer request, right? Like people prayed for me, people offered up like many things financially or your mom with her car or just like, I don't know, small gestures of rides, right? You driving to my house to deliver me food. I feel like that happened one, that like, during that time. like two or three times, a couple of times. Yeah. And just like, I don't know, like people just giving me rides, even like my sister coming up, driving to hours away just to see me and feed me and deliver me like stuff i didn't ask for a lot of these things i just asked for prayer one thing led to another and where god still delivered right so mm. yeah i think that's my answer nice Gloria, do you have anything you want to kind of add on ask any of that yeah um i was just curious like have you kept in contact with like the people in that car like since the accident like have you guys talked about it um not necessarily um like if they never brought it up then i mean like sometimes i'll just like jokingly like bring it up but it'd be like a sad boy kind of joking like uh but it was never really discussed about after that. But we're still like hanging out like different times. Like even after the like the next like I think 
the day after or two days after like the accident they're like you know you guys want to go to like korean barbecue and so i because financially i probably shouldn't be getting it declined but we like we still like did things afterwards like we had multiple other trips together um and ate together multiple times before covid happened and then now we're in covid <laughs> so yeah. you're talking about like you and like your buddies that were that went with you on the trip right yeah okay yeah, because um, when you mentioned about um, having this guilt and shame like that you're carrying, still carrying, but not as much anymore, right? I just hope that like de- definitely like this healing isn't over for you. Um, I but I hope that you don't let this guilt and shame like like chain you down from like moving on from pop- properly healing and like um, and like moving forward right mm. so like and like maybe like talking to your friends because like you said that like you are like you you're afraid of even like approaching their parents right and it's just like um I don't think they would condemn you for like putting their child at risk or anything like that if anything I feel like they would like just like because I know these the I know the group of people that you went with boys, and like yeah. the boys yeah and like they're all from Christian families right so it's just like if they're really Christian right they would have like the heart of Christ within them and like not yeah. hold you to your guilt and shame but see you like see you as a child of God and want you to be free from these sins right so I hope that you don't you don't keep seeing yourself as that like someone still like shameful and guilty because christ already like took that away from you yeah yeah Mm, amen thank you thank you thank Mm. you (laughs) because like especially in like you know like in the asian culture like guilt and shame is a big thing we deal with Mm -hmm. so it's just like like i really hope that like you really you don't fall into it more so right yeah but with because of christ like you're free from all that yeah dude having the thought of even failure right is like mm. oh dang after this accident like i think anybody who has an accident so far uh, in their lives they're just like oh man like i'm such a bad driver like it just deteriorates your mind <laughs> and then you're just like I, I, for me i was just like i don't know if i ever want to do like any like distant driving right right mm. and then one year later i drive like six hours <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> but I think, yeah i think i learned a lot in which like gotta be more aware of my surroundings and just uh, be aware of my speed limits and take things slow i think a lot of times i wanted to i don't know go fast i don't know i think that's for like most of life right you want to you want to catch up to people. You want to be th- there on time. But a lot of times, like, better to be safe than sorry, right? Right. Um, I can go next so we can save our lovely guest, Gloria, for last. Um, wow, thanks. Yeah, this is all planned. <laughs> um, so, initially, I was going to share about... Um, one of the things I shared about for the slump podcast, but 
because I already did that. I don't want to double dip and I don't want to double dip on the story. And so, um, we'll share something else. Hopefully, this will be kind of quick. But uh, I think that God has broken down and kind of set up in a lot of ways um, a lot of walls um, for like in terms of like relationships with other people. And two I want to talk about are both in college and. I probably I might have mentioned them before, but um, actually I'm just going to talk about one of them. I'm just going to talk about one of them because he's the more interesting one. So we have we have um, this guy right, and we are in the same year, and we actually end up living on the same floor during our freshman year. Um, he was one of like the two other Asian people on my floor, and uh, he was very excited to see that there was another asian person on the floor so first time we met he gave me a big hug he's like dude another asian and i'm like oh okay this is interesting <laughs> and um but yeah moving on from that he started coming to my church like kind of so our church has like most churches uh, we have a family group which is basically like a small group uh we have friday service fnl uh, friday night live large group whatever you want to call it and then we have sunday service right and so i see this man occasionally on fridays i've seen this man once on sundays the entire year he says he can't wake up and i've seen this man zero times during our family groups and but he says he comes to our church and so like occasionally i'll talk to him and uh he's a very interesting man he's very much different from me right um I'm a very straight lace kind of guy. I, my idea of a fun night out is actually staying at home and uh, playing some game, watching some YouTube, maybe chilling with a friend. Um, but yeah, this man, a pretty big party animal, was going to all all the different um, gatherings, all the different events on campus uh, whenever he can, and I don't know that's primarily why he can't wake up on Sundays and. Uh, in case you guys didn't know this, I'm a little bit of uh, I'm kind of like stringent on rules. I think it's it's something that I definitely need to work on. And I think that I have gotten much better at as time has gone on. But like, um, I'm the type of person who is very good at following the rules, especially in terms of Christianity and in terms of church. I had a perfect attendance. Out of all like throughout the entire like youth group every single friday and every single sunday that i was here i was at youth group and i had perfect attendance for all of college except for one sunday senior year when i went with my roommates to go watch a football game i got sunburned and so to me when this guy is like not showing up to church and he's saying that he's a christian um i'm just like hmm, interesting and Fast forward a few months, had our little retreat, like a few, uh, I think this is actually the next year. Uh, we had a retreat, uh, a few of the guys who like kind of come to, to like my church come and we decide to uh, make a brother's Bible study. We're just gonna come together, we're gonna read a passage, we're gonna talk about it, it's gonna be great. Um, and during that time, I was already a leader at my church and I would like, sometimes go grab like lunch dinner with him because you know that's what college 
uh, fellowship leaders do. You go have lunch with the people in your fellowship. And I very distinctly remember one conversation that I had with him. And uh, another thing to know about him is he is very much charismatic in his form of Christianity. He's very much in tune with like the spirit. So he'll be like, like most of the times when he's talking about Christianity, he's like, yeah, I heard God like telling me to go like do this. But like and his whole thing is like he never wants to do the things that God wants him to do. But as he because like as he does them, it's like really bad and it's really annoying. Uh, and it like hurts to go through some of the things that God tells him to go through. But at the end of it, he's always like, yeah, it was worth it, though. And so he's very much in tune with the spirit. I'm very much like, OK, I read my Bible. I know what my Bible says I'm going to do what my Bible says. Uh, very much opposites, right? So one time I was talking to him and I was like, yeah, um, sometimes it's hard for me to really understand like um, the idea of like the love of God. But like I know that in like his word is like, oh, yeah. so I so I have um, I have to figure out like, oh, how do I love God? And then I read in the word that um, to love God is to do what he says. And so I'll just do what he says. And then over time, I'm sure that like and like God is going to show his love for me and then I'm going to learn what it means to love God right and so basically at that time I told him that and he's like you know Greg I don't really know like I don't are you sure that you're a Christian and I was like what the heck did you just say to me like like at least come to church once in a while and then tell me that at church if you're going to come at me and say, oh, you're not a Christian. Like, I mean, at least show me that you can prioritize the things of God higher than the things that you want to do, like, every once in a while. And then maybe you can tell me. And yeah, I was very upset. I didn't show it back then. I was, I kind of just held it in. And then after that, I, like, went to go, like, talk to, like, some of my fellow leaders. And I was like, dude, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so mad right now. Um, and so, obviously, after that, we had a little bit of a shaky relationship. Uh, so good thing for me, he ended up in my small group the next year. And that was interesting. I had, I had like a few more, like I never like had direct confrontations with him, but like it always felt like really weird inside when I was like interacting with him. Uh, Cause a lot of times I also felt like the people at my church liked interacting with him a lot more than me. And I'm like, dude, kind of messed up this man barely comes and i'm here every single week and so like there yeah so there's like this tension inside of me whenever i'm like with this dude and come senior year um he's act he actually is doing a lot better in terms of like um attendance in terms of how he what he chooses to like or how he chooses to handle like temptations and all that kind of stuff so I think he's really matured a lot at the beginning of senior year and but I mean still like his the history does not like erase itself that easily and come halfway through the first semester of senior year he's um where we were talking after church and something and he's like yeah I really want to move out of my apartment because it's not like it's just not a good time for me and then he says, but I don't have anywhere to go. 
and it just so happened that my one of my roommates was graduating a semester early and so we would have an extra spot in our room and so in a way you can say like the stars lined up and so I was like okay well I'm going to be a nice guy I'm going to show the love of Christ and offer him hospitality as a member of my apartment and then I bring up to my roommates and they're like you know like I like I don't I haven't really heard like great things about him and in my mind I was like yeah me too like I've experienced that like I don't really want them to be here but I was like yeah I mean but he says he's going to do like he's going not going to do all the like crazy stuff like he's going to like respect us and like all of our decisions stuff like that and so I made like I pushed for him to be in our room and so in a way for me that was like a really big gamble because at that point I didn't really like him that much my roommates were not very keen on him either but I still pushed for it and like if it turned out poorly then me and my roommates could have a bad relationship after that um and like I love my roommates they're like my homies uh really cool people and so come the next semester we started living together and at first we like barely interacted and I don't know what happened really I think the the walls that were like built up between us because it wasn't just one-sided I know he also had like his own thoughts about me and like things that like he like did not like about me they all just kind of immediately fell and then we were just able to like completely like get along and I can say that my last basically half semester at college at you know before COVID came and kicked us all off of campus, like me, him, his girlfriend, and another person like at our church, we were we were squatting up. We we're like that was some of like the most fun I've ever had in college. And it's not just like having fun; it was also like edifying. Where because me and him are so different, he was able to like illuminate a lot of different aspects of God that I personally probably would not have been able to experience and he is able to speak a lot of like different truths into my life that I had not been able to think about and so when I like and then me and him have talked about it like later on um we were thinking about it's like how did this relationship go from me and this guy like on polar opposites of like the Christianity scale and also like on kind of like the personality scale too how did we end up becoming like good friends and how did we end up how like how have we ended up um, pushing each other to become better christians or become people who like see christ in a more fuller way and i really can't say anything besides it was god at work within this relationship because i think god really saw how much we tried to love each other because i can say that i tried really hard and later on i could have i could tell that he also tried really hard and like he just was not responsive to like my what i wanted to do and i was not responsive to what he wanted to do and so there's always a mismatch and then when we started living together when we started living kind of like living life together god made it work and made us good friends and yeah, I don't. I mean, I feel like in a lot of ways, like, I feel like compared to Nick, it's like a kind of like a small kind of wall. But to me, it's very. I think it's very telling of God's 
um, power. Because I'm the type of person where if we don't get along, I'll just like slowly phase you out of my life. And then we will like not interact anymore. And it's happened like a lot. <laughs> kind of sad. But um, the fact that um, God did not allow that to happen in this case, I think... Um, was basically the only reason why we were able to communicate with each other in the end and it's the only reason why you know i had so much fun and i was able to um basically see a lot of the problems that i had throughout the first three years of my college life be solved right because by the end of it basically everything that i wanted the first three years i got and that is in no small part due to this one guy that I just never was able to get along with. And so, yeah, I'm very thankful to God um, for really mending and creating that relationship between us. And yeah, I think that is a wall that God has broken down in my life. Nice. Very wholesome. I like it. Hmm, yeah. Opposites attract. We love it. All right. Um, so do you still talk to this guy even now? After like almost a year? Sometimes. Um, so we we have a group chat. I was like the, the four people that I mentioned earlier. Like every so often, I'll like message them and be like, yo, guys, what's up? And we also have... Um, we used to do this thing. I don't think we do it anymore. It's kind of weird. I should know. But um, we, like, all these graduating seniors would, like, we would, like have our, our, like, own mini, like, Devo thing now that college is out and nobody's physically attending a church. And, yeah, I'd see them there every single week. And we, like, talk, chill there. Um, so, yeah, I still do keep in contact with him. And I'd, I'd be very sad if we just stopped talking to each other sometime along in the future so was it ever addressed about like him calling you not a christian or like are you even a christian like was it ever addressed like that one to this day? i don't that one specifically i don't think was addressed because i never brought it up with him again because or else i would have got if I, I think if i like brought it up to him anytime before like he started living with me I would have just gotten very upset again at him and every time after like once he started living with me i think i realized that i i, I think i just was able to understand him better like i think the reason why he said things like that is because of like definitely of his experience which is so radically different than my experience so in his in his mindset it's like well, Greg has not done any of the things that I've done in my Christian life. And so, but I, and I think, I think he kind of spoke it out of love as in like, he wanted it to mean like, uh, maybe I think like you should like think more deeply about like, may like you've been going on long on this path, but maybe you need to look in a different like way, but he just did not have want like the tact to be able to say that in a not very rude manner mm. 
kind of relate to I can no I can understand the friend's point of view because I can say that I have more of a similar type of faith as this friend compared to you when you were sharing that I the the first thing that came to mind was like the story of Zacchaeus because that's that was like this past Sunday's like sermon topic was the story of Zacchaeus and that's where like Zacchaeus is like this really short tax collector that no one really liked and then when Jesus came into town like everyone was like oh my gosh Jesus oh and then Zacchaeus like climbed a tree because he was so short and then like out of all the people like Jesus wanted to hang out with Zacchaeus and not the Pharisees not like the devout followers but Zacchaeus like a sinner and so it's just like I don't know why but like when you're sharing like that popped that popped out of like that popped into my head and it's just like you know it's like not always about like following the rules of what God says like yes that's part of it but there's also like like the the spirit side of things like the the grace of things the love of things regardless of like you know backgrounds what like the type of person you are like whatever there's just like there's like that I guess like a sense of spontaneity in that sense right where it's just like it doesn't matter where you are kind of thing yeah definitely I mean I think it's like a, you you need to have a mixture of both yeah and, for sure yeah and we were just the two extremes of the spectrum yeah. and like yeah it was just like not a not a nice confrontation between us but i think that since then we have both moved closer towards that like middle ground and i think that's a big reason why we we're able to like see more eye to eye with each other later on so after freshman year, he started going to church and like church more often and church events more often. Yeah. Kind of. Sounds good. He like, Sounds like the right direction. He his uh his Sunday attendance was still beyond spotty. I think in the first three years, I seen him on a Sunday like five times. But then on on our last year, he was there like every third week which very much better mm. attendance is not the tell-all give-all of being a christian either that is true but it is also that an is important true. part of being a christian because that's where you're going to get your community from so yes yeah. yeah again it's like you gotta you gotta meet somewhere in the middle it's not all about one but you also can't not have it so no, definitely. So do you feel like you had like a lot of deep conversations with him like during that small small span of where you guys were like really tight? Yeah, dude. We had the uh we had the uh three AM conversations. I know you no, I know you both I know you both know those three AM conversations and I know that most of the people at home know know what I'm talking about. But we've had a few. Nice, nice. All right, Gloria, do you have any other so, questions? Yeah. So, Greg, are you a Christian? Gloria, don't make me <laughs> kick you out of this call right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Who is to say that? But, like, but, like, for real, though, like, do you think, 
because of this relationship, do you like have a more broader perspective of like of like Christians or even like of your own faith as well? Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest thing that I realized was how how close to like Pharisaic I like was um, back then, and I think that that was like a really good call to be like, okay, well, rule yeah, rules are important, but there's this whole other side too that you need to work on, and so. I think that, yeah, I think that I have, yeah, now have a more full understanding of what it means to be a Christian and then how we are supposed to be living our lives as Christians and how we're supposed to interact with other people, especially when they are different than how we are. Nice. Mm -hmm. Right, so then, best for last obviously like how we always do gloria you can take the stage hello everyone um i'll just give a little background of kind of the type of person that i am before i start sharing um nick did a good job of introducing me earlier but i'm just gonna add a few more things i am gloria i grew up first generation um chinese family immigrant family non-christian right so i grew up not believing in christ or anything like that like my dad was was catholic but not really um the only exposure i had of church was like my one extended family was catholic and they invited me to their easter sundays and i only went to go collect like easter eggs and that was it but it wasn't until college where i joined a dance a christian dance team kind of crazy a non-christian joining a christian dance team like hello um called reach and there i was introduced to the concept of christianity and i was able to witness like god's love through community and like after freshman year so like into my sophomore year um i went to my very first retreat and it was there where i literally experienced like the holy spirit and it was like a surreal moment where like literally my heart was on fire like literally lit a flame it was crazy and then that easter of 2017 i got baptized and like since then i've been attending praise english ministry shout out to pam (laughs) and i've been serving in the children's ministries at my church for the past two years and so I'm only technically three years old as a Christian, but yeah. Um, but like the past year since graduating, um, it's been rough, like keeping that spiritual high because in college, you're like, oh, you're surrounded by like like-minded people. That was where my church community was. And so when I left that, like I went back home where like, like where majority of the people surrounding me are non-christians and like i'm working and it's just like i just fell into like a routine rather than like living life and i still served at my church like i would drive up an hour twice a week to serve at my church and even though like i love doing that um 
I was still like super like I was still far from God and I knew like to fix that I simply just needed to like pray and like just be with him but like I didn't do that and you know what I did instead any guesses you too any guesses what did I do instead of praying Netflix play league <laughs> no to Netflix I don't watch I don't really watch Netflix I, I am currently playing a lot more league but I watched a lot of BTS vi videos. I was obsessed with BTS. Like literally, they were my, they were literally the idols in my life. It's yeah. Um, but like it wasn't until recently where I like started doing more quiet time with God. Like, and I ended up getting like this devotional book um called New Morning Mercies by Paul Tripp. And it's a really popular diva book. I highly recommend it. And like it started like this author started is a pastor and he made these tweets every day and they were like brief statements or encouragements like that are like Christian related and like stuff like that. But like he took those tweets and like elaborated more into like daily devotionals. And so I've been doing that not consistently, but like doing like compared to like the past year of like not doing anything. Um like doing these devotionals has really gotten me to um, just spend more time with God and um, really think because I don't like thinking, to be honest. I'm more of an action person. <laughs> but, um, but because of these devotionals, I've like been really intentional with um, like reflecting and like um, praying and like reading the Bible more. And so part of my testimony or like breaking down of my wall is um I'm going to be sharing a bit of this devotional and like going through like my thought process of it this one devotional really made me look at the state of my own heart and how blind I like was and so I just want to like share the tweet that was part of this this devotional and it's be aware that the kingdom of self is a costume kingdom it does a perversely brilliant job of masquerading as the kingdom of God. So this life that we're living may not be the kingdom that God is trying to plan out for you, right? And so it's just like, I want to ask you guys, do you know what spiritual blindness is? When you're blind in spiritual things. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Yeah. You can't see God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, yeah. You you literally can't see God, and like, you can't see God. You can't discern like, um, the beauty and the value of like, of like what God wants. But we instead like like choose things over Him, right? And that kind of goes into like idolatry and like sins and other things. But like to be blind um is to be blind to be spiritually blind is to be blind of the gospel and like and like the um and this devotional like listed out a few things that we kind of um, are blinded to and like we kind of like switch around to like good things so i'm just gonna say a few things that like relates to me so like loving personal control that's like that is something like it's very prideful right but like because of spiritual blindness like having this personal control can be used as using god-given 
leadership gifts, right? So it's like something good, but in the end, it's like innately something like bad. Or like even having anger is like having a heart for what is right. Fear man is being sensitive towards the needs of others. And there's like nothing wrong with like knowing what other people need, but it's just like deep down, like, are you just afraid of like losing these people, right? Being alone or like craving to be known or respected is like commitment to ministry or community or like bondage to the opinions of others, commitment to community, you know, it's just like, um, if you're like not in a good place or like being spiritually blind, are the good things in your life truly good things or is it something rooted from sin? And so I've been like thinking about this a lot and like, like this past year for me, like I've been doing all these good things. I've been serving, I've been like putting hours into building up like the foundations of faith of the children of my church, you know, like, like I'm finding so much joy in like seeing like these kids get God but then in the end it's just like am I doing this out of my own efforts you know like um or like am I feel feeding into my own ego of like being a leader at church or am I am I trying to fill a void of being God when God isn't in my heart you know and so it's just like um I've just been so blind to like the idolatry of the sins that I've been willingly like like feeding into and it's just like and that's what it is it's like like sin and and like spiritual blindness is something we want to do innately and it's just like um like we want to say no that's not it like I'm a good person but no we in the end we're sinful people and it's only through like the grace of God because of Jesus that we can be um, seated next to God, you know, be righteous. And as, um, and to be unblinded by our sins, we have to first acknowledge that we are blind and we are sinful, wicked people. But, um, but that's why, like, Jesus is so good that, like, that like God performed this miracle and it's only through this miracle where we can like succeed and like be made right again um like and it's just like so like we have to admit to these sins we have to admit that there is a problem so it's like yeah I wish I could say that my actions are godly but they're not I wish I can live in like God's with live with God's kingdom in view, but I don't. I have my own kingdom that I want to live in. I wish that like sometimes the words that I speak to others be like, you know, motivated by the love of God, but some but they're not most of the time or like sometimes, right? And it's just like I wish I can say that I love God's glory more than my own, but I can't help but like like steal bits of that glory for myself and I wish that I can live inside like God's wisdom boundaries but and and not think that I'm smarter than him I wish I can just rest in his control and not be in charge and there's like so many things that I didn't realize that had like I had to do this it's like 
my thing when in the end it's not it's like god's and it's just like it's so weird like and like seeing that because my walk with christ has always been very apparent on fire and like like god centered but when it's like when did when did this happen like when did it not become that and it's just like um it was when i started becoming like when i started building myself bigger than i actually was and so it's just like i just want to read from the bible because you know we are you know christians we do not share false truths but we are biblical but our truths come from the bible blah 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 yes mm. but um anyway <laughs> um but from like galatians chapter 5 verses 1 to 6 or i want to start from 2 um it says look i paul say to you that if you accept circumcision christ will be of no advantage to you I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. For the for through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eager, wait, eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. And so, like, what it's saying here is just, like, regardless of the law that we, you know, are supposed to follow, um, if we only have that as our standard of, like, what is good, um, we're always going to fall short of that because we can never meet up to those standards. And it's just, like, as much as we try to, um, you know, keep the law or if we are so far from it and we're running away from what God is asking of us, like God doesn't leave us to our own rebellion, you know, like he always comes in um, and um, shines light in our darkness. He savors and embraces us um, through the glory of Christ and like seeing that as our like absolute treasure compared to like the feeble things of this world of ourselves and so it's just like regardless of kind of um where you stand in your faith like jesus still wants you jesus loves you so much and he gave up like his perfect life his for us he put himself in a way of danger of sin and on the cross he took our sin our sin our guilt and our shame um he was in complete darkness as he took like god's rejection of him as we um are illuminated in his righteousness right like how how can we just switch spots with the king of kings of like of jesus you know like someone so broken be you know made right it's like it's not fair but that's just the beauty of like the gospel of like God's grace and it's just like because Jesus like fulfilled the law and satisfied God's anger like we are able to be granted full and complete with unending acceptance and like there's so much freedom in that 
um, to always try again every single day because God's like mercy renews literally every day. And it's just like, we fall short of this glory, but with this grace, we are forever accepted as one of his righteous people, even if we don't measure up. And it's just like how encouraging that is for anyone hearing this, right? That it doesn't matter how broken you are, how terrible, or even how good you are, you know, like um, God still loves you and accepts you, you know? And it's just like, there's so much hope in that. And it's just like, as I'm trying to navigate, you know, young adult life, young adult life is not easy, but like any life isn't easy nowadays. Regardless of our circumstances, like we have the ability to, you know, try again, you know, and it's, and that's so encouraging and so beautiful. Amen. Pastor Gloria, tell us more. (laughs) No, no. No, no, well, no, no, more. no, no, you, you can't, don't say that, well, you can't say that. All right, Sunday school teacher, Gloria. Sunday school yes. teacher, Gloria. Yes, my oh, name good. is Teacher Gloria, yes. Sensei. Children's ministry. Some, honestly, Gloria. honestly, so, sometimes when I, I'm taking classes right now, so like some, and sometimes when I join Zoom classes, like for my regular school, I forget to change my name, so I'm like Teacher Gloria for like the first half of my lecture, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to change my name. I'm not the teacher. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Anyway, I got a question nice. for you. So I may or may not have an answer for you. So do you think that this <laughs> is so? Um, do you think that this is a problem that you are going to have to continue to keep working through? like time and time again and if so then do you do you think that it's going to be the same way to get back to where you want to be at every single time um this is definitely something that i will always struggle with because i am not perfect and like i will always struggle with you know my sins and like my idols and you know spiritual blindness but i don't think It'll be, it may or may not be the same way, like, where God is, like, doing this, like, like, where God is, like, challenging me to, like, this same, like, this way. Like, it may be a different way of him, like, trying to tell me, like, hey, you need to check yourself. You need to, you know, open your heart a bit more. Um, But I don't think I will, I don't think I will be falling away from where I was from where I am and trying to get back to the same spot I think I'm always growing more and more rather than falling away I like that Mm. confidence nice nice. yeah you got anything Nick so I'm looking at so is the wall um that you're breaking like the spiritual blindness um and the way that you're breaking this wall is by trusting in god more and just like having him having control and realizing that you're blind and that he's the only one that can guide okay exactly yeah yeah like i'm serious like i like built up this wall 
of like like essentially like this tower where I think I'm standing above the world where in reality where like the world is so much bigger and I'm just this little tiny thing and so like God is really humbling me and bringing me down from my own tower and seeing um his kingdom which is you know grounded where it is you know like like you don't have to be so high up but like be present with me on the ground and work the ground with me kind of thing mm. amen amen well i mean i don't got anything else so uh <laughs> gloria now pretty good <laughs> i know i know you you're a listener of the podcast and so i'm sure you already know what's coming next i'm sure you've already prepared for what's coming next and so before we end today do you have any final words to give to the audience actually did not prepare for this i was just gonna wing it so this is me winging it um but everyone else um but for those who are listening um i want to encourage you um and and tell you that you know it's okay whatever you're doing right now like it's okay um whether you're living your dream life or stuck at home and in this endless loop of quarantine and um, just struggle and like your thoughts and emotions. So regardless of where you are, um, it's okay. Um, Every day is a new day where God is um, giving you a chance to, you know, get back up and, um, He's encouraging you to, um, you know, take a break of your walls down slowly but surely. Um, you will get to where you need to be because that's where God plans you to be at, you know, and his plans never fail you. And his faithfulness, faithfulness is endless, whether yours is or not, you know, and it's just like there's so much hope in that. Um, that Jesus um, gave up everything so that you can be righteous with God, um, that he sees something valuable in you, whether or not you see um, anything within yourself or not. And also, I hope that um, you take this, ch- this, you take this chance to um, become a better version of yourself, not for yourself, but, you know, for God. And he um, is pleased whether you do so or not. You know? So, yeah. That's all I have to say. Very nice. Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Gloria. And thank you all (laughs) for listening. We are Amen. And with the power of God and anime on our sides, we hope to see you next time. Peace. Amen. Amen. Amen.